Hello guys, um, it's your counsellor, youth counsellor, Tony Pearson, speaking to you again. I hope you got something out of last month's podcast on anxiety. Um, this month I'd like to look at stress and worry that some of you may be struggling with in your lives. I want to look at what the effects of the worry and the stress are. Um, some of the things that maybe we can start to think about is the lack of stillness and silence in our lives because stress and worry often creates an incredible amount of chasing around, trying to do a dozen things at once, thinking about what other people are thinking of you, trying to cram so much into your life and this causes a lot of stress and um, the danger signs of increased stress and worry are possibly not being able to get a good night's sleep, having that lack of energy, um, lack of positive energy in our lives. So the energy that you've got that you're carrying around all the time is this negative energy um, and that kind of energy uh, sucks you dry. It's like a sponge where you just suck up all the stress of other situations that you encounter, other people who you come across who may be stressed, so they're stressing you, and um, it's making you get really angry and frustrated and irritable over little things in your life that you wouldn't normally get stressed and anxious and worried about. So um, it's important as well to look at the expectations that we have of ourselves and we think other people have of us. Um, these can come often because when we were children we never got much praise and um, we didn't get much affirmation from our parents. What I mean is when we did a really good job at school teachers never gave us much praise and thanks for it. Uh, parents maybe didn't give us the praise that we needed and that we've grown up with all this kind of criticism um, from other people and so we project that onto ourselves and a lot of this criticism creates more pressure for us so we start to have unrealistic expectations on ourselves that nothing is good enough uh, nothing's going to be completed and finished as I would like. So then you start to be what's called a perfectionist, that everything everybody else does and everything that you do don't seem to be satisfactory for you. You seem to look at these things and feel, no, that's not good enough. And um, what I'd like you to do is, feeling this sense of frustration and anger, about what you've not been able to do. I'd like you, if you have got some awards, ceremonies and certificates that anybody's given you in your life for doing a really good job, I'd like you to get them out and look at them when you're feeling really low, when you're questioning what's the point, what am I going to do with my life, am I ever going to be anything positive, Am I going to be able to be that person, do that job that I really want to do when I leave college, school or university? Because what's actually happening is it's affecting your self-confidence. And that means everything that you think about and people tell you and that you know of your life from the past seems to be very negative. And what we have to do is to try and lift ourselves out of that state of mind. Because that negativity... Um, will continue 
to keep our confidence very low. And if our confidence is low, then our motivation is low and we won't feel like doing anything. And if we don't feel like doing anything, then we start to feel quite depressed. And as I was talking last time about anxiety, the anxiety is all part of this stress and worry. It's like a triangle. Wherever you start, um, you will be affected by stress, worry, anxiety. And what you have to do is to break that cycle. And as um, last month, I spoke about what we call triggers. Um, these triggers are the things that make you feel stressed and start you worrying about the most little things. And these uh, negative effects on your life, uh, these triggers can actually affect your sleep patterns, um, stop you from having a good night's sleep and um, because your mind's full of information and you can't sleep because you're worrying about what's going to happen tomorrow, what happened last week, what happened today and therefore it prevents you from feeling calm and relaxed. What I'd like you to do is if you do feel that you can't get a good night's sleep, whatever you try doesn't seem to work, is to write down some of the worries in a little book that's in your head so that it clears your head. And as you have a clear head, then hopefully you can start to focus on being calm within yourself. And uh, looking at your bedrooms, maybe there's some really nice pictures um, you've got on the wall or you could put on the wall of lovely beaches of uh, nice scenery so that when you start to want to go to sleep by looking at those it helps to calm your mind and slow your life down. Also perhaps try some new things to help you sleep. Possibly if you haven't been out for a walk before go for a walk before you go to bed or possibly read a book that makes you laugh, um, talk to a friend, go for a cycle ride, something that is different that might help you to relax yourself and express some of this stress and worry that you're carrying around. And also some of this uh, stress and worry can create lots of problems for our eating. And what do I mean by that? Well, we start to go without our food if we're worried uh, and stressed. We feel it's not that important. We not only miss meals, but also we may be binge eating and we might be eating stuff that's not very healthy, not good for us. So therefore, we need to really be careful about how this stress and worry is affecting us. Because what happens is, as long as we call it emotional hunger, as long as our emotions are hungry and our emotional life, which is about the stress and the worry, isn't good, then it's going to affect our eating. So our emotional hunger takes place of our physical hunger and obviously I don't know what you guys eat most of the time but if you eat a lot of junk food then it does affect your mood and it obviously affects your confidence. So I'd like you to think a lot about what you're eating and where you're eating it and um, if you find eating food difficult generally then try something new, something different to eat. Uh, try eating it with a friend to encourage you because the longer you go without having food and having healthy food the more your confidence will drop and your 
motivation will slow down and you don't want to get into that downward spiral that we've been talking about, which is depression. The other thing I'd like to mention is uh, what we call trauma. Some of the things maybe in your past life have been very dramatic, negative events which have frightened you, which have based you out, which have made you feel quite low and uncomfortable. And maybe you block that trauma or that those negative painful events out of your life and they've made you feel I can't cope with this so your body and your mind just close down to those negative events and um, you might find that you might need to see a counsellor if you are suffering with this trauma because that does have an impact on your worry and stress and you carry it with you throughout your life and it will also make you fearful of perhaps going to certain places with crowd, um, doing certain things. And what we need to do is to try and confront our fears. And if we confront our fears, then we will start to see that our fears are not conquering us, but we're more in control of our life. So by confronting your fears, you're able to keep them as they should be in a small area of your life and they're not controlling you. So it's about the importance of learning to feel our feelings and express them in healthy ways. And stress and worry have to be expressed in a healthy way. And as I was talking about last month, uh, finding new hobbies or interests or thing, positive things to do to help you to express a lot of these feelings so that you're not lacking the motivation, feeling very, very uh, worried and also depressed. And uh, finally, I'd just like to mention this work-life balance, which is often a problem for many of us. We either get too busy with our schoolwork or uni work and um, we don't have time for our friends, hobbies and interests, then we can't sleep. So it's important to do what you can within a day and recognise that you have to have time out for yourself. You have to have a structure to your week. So what do I mean by structure, structure to your week? Well, what I actually mean is having some time where you're not thinking about uni work, uh, school work, homework, but you're spending it with your friends or you're reading a book, or you're getting the right amount of sleep, uh, taking time over your meals, and having your meals at the correct time, and having your hobbies and interests. And all this will help you to really, really live this work-life balance. And also it will help you to structure your week. You know when you're really good at what you do during the week. Maybe you're a morning person, an afternoon person, or an evening person in terms of when you work best. If you know that, concentrate on that area of your life and make sure that you don't allow that part of your life to really be confused so that you mix up your weeks and you get out of the routine. So, just to recap then, the worry and stress in our lives, make sure you have times for silence and stillness where you're not rushing around. Recognise the danger signs for increased stress and worry and those triggers I talked about and the, the fact that they can affect your sleep, energy, make you feel 
negative and also um, have very unrealistic expectations of yourself and uh, this will affect your self-confidence as we've said. So feeling positive, having positive thoughts and feelings helps you to think positively about your life and having the meaning and purpose that you need. That will help you to sleep and eat in a healthy way and to confront some of your fears. And then finally, as I mentioned, the past trauma, if you are or you have been struggling with some very dramatic events in your life which have really created problems for you, I would ask you to try and contact a youth counsellor. Okay, thanks for listening. I hope this has really been helpful. Uh, do contact us if you do need help and um, I look forward to talking to you again next month. Bye for now. It's not going now. Oh, damn. Oh, no. Oh, it's uh, gone on, that's why. No, I can't just leave it. No, you don't realize.
Oh, it's because it's gone right up. That's why. No. it goes straight to there. 